Aiden, can you pass me that beat? Yeah, here you go, Nathan. Hey guys, this is Two Blind Bears. In this episode, we are going to be talking about a previous story of how we got stuck in the mould of heavy drinking. We are your host, Nathan. And I'm Hayden. And over the next few podcasts, we're going to break down and analyse how we got into this mould and how we're trying to break out of it. So without further ado, let's get into it. Picture this, it's 4am on a Friday. You've got two hours until work. You've lost your blazer. You've lost your keys. Your suit pants are halfway down to your knees. Your shirt's out. Red wine spilled all over you. And you're looking up at the stars in this alleyway, thinking it's a great place to sleep. Let me take you back to the week. It all started when our graduation boat cruise was coming up. I believe this was on the Thursday. So for the whole week, me and my boys are talking this night up. Every day, we're just saying beers, beers, beers. How hard are we going to go? How messy are we going to get? How much damage are we going to do to this bar? So the send is coming. The send is coming and it's on the tip of the tongue. It's getting, I'm getting thirsty speaking about it. Every hour getting closer, it was just this whole lead up, the whole experience. Think of pre's, but it was just a week long of that excitement. And when you look back, is it euphoria that you think of? I, I feel very euphoric right now. Um, and so the day finally comes that we got in this boat. Everyone's looking very nice. It's cocktail type dress. And we paid $80 for this drinks and food package for a three hour cruise. And so as anyone does, when there's a drinks package, you got to utilize it. And when you say utilize, it means get every single bit of alcohol that is on that boat. So the man comes around with the beers, the champagne and the wine. And I grabbed two of each. Red wine, white wine, champagne, beers, anything that's drinkable is just going in me at this point in time. And we've got three hours. So there is a bit, pretty much three hours of just constantly that. Now we come to the end of the cruise and we get off. Well, more, more likely I'm stumbling off or waddling off. And my friend turns to me and he says, Hayden, aren't you forgetting something? And I turn with them, weary-eyed, and I say, what do you mean? And they say, didn't you come with a blazer? And I said, oh, shit, you're right. I, I check and I didn't have my blazer on. Further to that is my keys were on there, let alone my wallet. So for me, I really wasn't off to a great start leaving that boat. Then everyone says, Hayden, look, we're going to the cast. Do you want to come? And I look at them again and I can't sell left from right, up from down. I can't see what's what. So I mumble to them some gibberish and kind of walk off in my own direction. And you don't have your keys at this point either or wallet. No so. keys or wallet. So it's just me with my phone. And again, I am in an utter state. I waddle over to some bushes and I just start vomiting my guts up. That didn't help sober me up at all. So did you eat any food on the boat trip or? I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell you. And if I did eat food, it was coming up. Yeah. So you didn't eat enough. No, definitely not eat enough, but I drank enough. And so we kind of get off and I go to this other bar by myself. And lucky I had PayPal on my phone. And so I was able to, well, not PayPal, I had my debit card on my phone. So we go to the bar and I just make friends with these random people. And so I start drinking with them. I start buying them shit. They're buying me stuff like... It was just utter chaos. I couldn't remember any of their names. I had a picture the next morning with them and I was like, who are these people? <laughs> but coming back is we left that bar at about three, three or so. And I just said, oh, I'm going to go go this way. And I ended up between these two buildings and I see this lovely curb. It was like the light in the night. And I decided to sit down and just rest. And I was like, oh, this, this feels kind of nice. So then I decided to, you know, lie down. And again, like that little curb was a perfect pillow. In a suit as well. So this is not a good look, is it? No, it's 
4 a.m. Anyone walking by, any like early morning runners would have been like, who is this homeless person? Like my suit pants ended up down to my knees. Wine spilled all over me. And I'm just sitting there mumbling to myself, literally like a deranged, mental, mentally ill person. So it was not pretty. And so as I sit there, I lie down and I rest my head. I close my eyes for about 30 seconds. Then I look up at the stars and I have this brief, sober moment of clarity. And I was like, Hayden, what are you doing? I need to go home. Yeah. (laughs) It's calling. It was just that moment of, Hayden, get the fuck up and just get yourself home. So I peel myself off this curb and, you know, stand up on all fours and then continue to rise. And I stumble out onto the street and just start waving my hand frantically for anyone, anything to pull me over. At this point, if a donkey pulled up, I would have ridden that donkey home. Then it would have been like a three-hour trip home. Uh, At least I would have gotten home. (laughs) And so luckily enough, um, a cab did pull over and they took me home. I passed out in the cab and he woke me up when we got to my destination and dad comes out, opens the door and he's like, Hayden, what the fuck? So he peels my dead carcass out of this cab, carries me inside, chucks me in the shower and just kind of leaves me. So I know I could have drowned there, but I didn't. And so I kind of freshen up a little bit, go to sleep, have about an hour and a half of sleep before, again, I have to get myself to work. So I had no keys, no wallet, no blazer. So the next morning when I woke up, I was still very drunk. But at this point, I was drunk, distressed and sad. And you had to go to work. Yeah. So it was really not a great combination. I remember getting to work the next day, just trying to call all these different boat places to see if they had my gear, but they didn't. So for me, it's quite interesting listening to this story and talking it back because it makes me realize that I was molded into this person without really a dimmer switch or knowing when to go be on, when to be off or just when to be tame. And for me, I think that really starts from when I first started drinking and I was young for my year. And so when everyone started turning 18, 19, I was 17, 18. So a lot of 18th birthdays happened when I was 17. And I know a lot of our listeners may have started drinking at an earlier age, but for me, I started at 17 and I went to this party and I drank probably half a bottle to a bottle of Jack Daniels. And I come home, dad picked me up from the party, took me home and go to bed, wake up five minutes later, couldn't make it to the bathroom. So straight out onto the balcony on all hands, four legs, and I'm just vomit everywhere over my balcony. So I waddled downstairs to dad looking like a sad puppy. And I say to him, dad, I've just vomited everywhere on the balcony. So he looks at me with disappointed eyes, grabs a bucket from the laundry, fills it up with water and just splashes it all over the vomit and it kind of runs off. Then I chuck myself back into bed and wake up pretty sad and regretful, but nothing, nothing too bad. You know, dad said, look, Nick, it is what it is. And for a year after that, I didn't drink much more. I decided to focus on my studies and focus on myself. And eventually that led to me getting a corporate job at quite a young age. So I was young, dumb, stupid, with a bit of money behind me and that whole corporate environment persona took over me. And that was going out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever day of the week, didn't matter if we had work, we would just go out. And that started to mold me into this person of just go out and drink, whether it be as an excuse to get away from work, whether it was a release. And I never really learned that dimmer switch. But then what's funny is I also became that person to other people that was expected to go out and drink. But I mean, coming to you, Nathan, kind of let's talk about your stories with drinking. And so this is the story of actually how I met Hayden for the first time. And so Hayden was hosting a party and I was a plus one. 
And so I didn't really know Hayden at the time. And we were just sort of, I was invited, why not? Go for a little party, see what's happening, see the group. And so rock up to this party. I'm a few hours late. I get there at about 10 o'clock. People had started drinking since 7. So, you know, everyone was pretty tipsy, but I had to play a big game of catch up. Yep, can't big, confirm. Big, big game. And so, started off, get there, people are playing beer pong, you know, the party's looking good. Everyone's in a good mood, the vibes are high. And so, start losing a few games of beer pong, not, not a good start, not a good start. I mean, you're not the best beer pong player anyway. No, and so, I was only drinking vodka as well. So, all my cups were just straight vodka. Like, it was absolutely ruining me. Well, I remember you showed up with a bottle of vodka and you were a man on a mission. Yeah, and I remember it's uh, it was the Apple uh, Smirnoff. Shout out to Smirnoff. <laughs> Please sponsor us. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was this Apple Smirnoff and I have dead set not touched it since. That night absolutely ruined me because I was drinking it straight from the bottle. Like I was there, I was there to win, you know. If there was a challenge for drinking the most in the time frame, I was going for it. Yeah, you were definitely shots in the middle of your beer pong games and I mean, you weren't winning so you were drinking a lot for that beer pong game. Yeah, and that litre of bottle of vodka just went so quick, like so, so quick. And so at the end of it, you know, I was only there for about an hour and a half <laughs> and, you know, I was trying to, trying to chat up this chick and it was really, it was not going well and so I don't think that helped my drinking. <laughs> Drink to forget. Yeah, that's it. She was like denying me and I was like, well, that's it. I've only got one way to go now. It's just full send. Yep. And then it gets to about, you know, 11. And I say to Hayden, I'm like, look, bro, I'm, I'm going to slow down, have a cup of water, you know, try and pace myself a bit now. And then I had one more cup of vodka. I was like, <laughs> I'll just finish this one cup and then I'll, I'll chill. And that one cup absolutely ruined me. It just tipped me way over the scales and that was it. It was like you were standing and then just next minute... Yeah, legitimately, I had this one, this last drink, and it wasn't even a strong pour. It was like, you know, one shot's worth, if that. I wanted a weak one. And that, all it took was that one shot to get into me, and that was it, just black out. Like, I think I was telling people that I just wanted to be with them, be their best friend, <laughs> and be everything. I was like, not in a good way. Well, when you drink, you do get very cuddly anyway. Yeah, and I want to save everyone, you know, <laughs> save everyone from their demons. <laughs> But you're right, you did have that cup and then I think um, you just kind of hit the floor more than anything. Yeah, I was walking and then, you know, just walk down, have a look at the water and that was it. Light switch goes out and that's, that's game over for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked up at you when I was on the floor, passed out and I was like, Hayden, Hayden, please. Like, I think this is it for me. <laughs> My night is done. And you just look back at me and you're like... Yeah, I'll, I'll go see if dad's still awake. Yeah, so go up the stairs and then lucky dad's still awake. It was only about 11.30, so an hour and a half since you'd come. Done a lot of damage and dad's like, all good, um, we can take Nathan home. So we try to drag your carcass off, um, off the grass and you were pretty much blacked out by this point. Yeah, because before that, when I was talking to you, I was somewhat coherent. Like mm. I would have been able to walk up at that point, but within the like five, 10 minutes that it took to get your dad, yep. that was it. Well, yeah, so we came down and we just see you lying down, all good. My dad has seen some people in the States down there, but we try to lift you up and because you were pretty much passed out, it was just 80 kilos of just pure dead weight. Just absolute dead weight. <laughs> yeah, and like I've got a fair bit of stairs going up my house and we try to pick you up. It's taken three people to try to carry you and at each level on the stairs, we have to drop let you have a little vomit. Yeah, I needed down. to stop for a vomit every <laughs> like two steps. So. It was horrendous trying to get you up those stairs. And we eventually got you in the car and we're like, all right, Nathan, 
what's your address? And you turn to my dad and I in a dead serious face. You pause and you say 1-800-VODKA. It's all I could think of. I was, <laughs> I was still thirsty, mate. That's why. <laughs> One hour and a half of just vodka. I'm not surprised. It's all I could think of. And we're like, okay, yeah, all good. And then we continue to press and ask, you know, where do you live? Again, you pause, look at us, 1-800-VODKA. Super serious. Like I was set. Yeah. I was set on it. I was not changing my mind. And this had been just after you moved. So before we knew where you lived yeah. and we knew you lived in the, the area, which was a couple of suburbs over. And we kept pushing you for four or five times to get you a new address. And each time, 1-800-VODKA. Yeah. 1-800-VODKA. Because I used to live next to you. That would have been a much easier way to get home. Yeah, we could have just um, <laughs> chucked you over. No yeah, worries. Just threw me across the fence. <laughs> yep. Mom, dad, here's your, here's your son. <laughs> to come get him. So I got pretty sick at this point. I was like, whatever, dad, you deal with it. And, you know, shut the door, let you guys go off into the distance. It was not pretty. No, nah, so dad returns about half an hour later and I'm like, dad, get home all, all okay? And he's like, yeah, Nathan, kind of as we got closer to the suburb that you lived in, was able to somewhat direct. Some guidance, yeah. Yeah, so we eventually got you home safe and as any man does in that position, I continued to drink on with the rest of the party. Yeah, I certainly did not. I think <laughs> I don't even think I woke up the next day until like 3 p.m. I think <laughs> it like full body reset. It was, <laughs> it was just absolute blackout, like, oh. But even recently, we've had other big nights, like for my birthday, for instance, yep. uh, I had a big party at mine. And so I, I made a punch. I made a punch for everyone, you know, thought a full bottle of vodka, full bottle of Malibu, and then two liters of uh, orange juice. Yep. I thought, oh, lovely mix. People are going to absolutely rave about this. Yeah, you know? a, bit, a bit of vodka, some coconut and... Yeah, that's it. It's half alcohol. So yeah. it should be fine. And so, you know, I drank the first few cups on my own, you know, waiting for other people to try it, seeing yep. what they think. And I'm like, I'm just forcing it down because I've, I've spent the money. I've put money into yep. it. I need to get through it. Yeah, 100%. And the first taste is, you know, it's not great, but it could get better. The further in, you know, might be mixed it better yeah, the at the bottom. The first drink's always a bit harsh. Yeah, it's bad for anything. Yeah. And so I see other people trying it and other people's faces are just absolute disgust. Like, yep. they're just not having a bar of it. They have one taste and they're like, this is... But like it's just too much it was yep. way too too strong a mix like but anyway I, I ended up getting through it in about three and a half hours i pushed through and i decided to go for a swim after i got through it well i mean even on that people were giving you drinks in between oh yeah definitely yeah so we were playing um kings as well yep and so people were pouring my punch into the king's cup and i don't know how but like two games in a row i got the king's cup I reckon it's rigged, but anyway. Bit of birthday luck. That's it. Birthday luck was not on my side that day. <laughs> but yeah, at uh, after the drinking games, go for a swim. And so, you know, I thought swim would freshen me up, you know, hop in, you know, chill out. Hopefully freshen me up a bit. Yep. Did not help at all. Did not help one bit. And so I'm, I'm in the pool for, you know, maybe 20 minutes and I'm I'm enjoying it, you know, it's feeling good. Yep. And then I'm like, no, nah, I got to hop out. Like my stomach starts to turn. I'm just not going in a good way. It's all going downhill. I can feel <laughs> it. <laughs> so, Had the opposite effect of what you're hoping. Yeah, I was hoping to wake up, liven up a bit, but it absolutely killed me. And so drag myself out of the pool. Yep. Like looking like, looking like death. Absolutely. <laughs> like my mum was looking at my face and she goes, how have you done this to yourself? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's all right, mum. <laughs> The disappointment like, in her eyes. Yeah, she could see. Oh, she could see the death in my eyes as yeah. well. I think she knew. <laughs> and 
the other part too was that uh, all my family was there yep. and they're all big shark supporters. And so I, as I'm jumping into the pool, I'm just yelling out, go sharks, sharkers. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but <laughs> not at all. And so anyway, I drag myself out, uh, out of the pool and I pass out completely. Again, Hayden's there to save me. Good <laughs> bloke he is. Yeah. So what uh, me and our other friend, we again, drag you up to the shower. We strip you off or you strip yourself off and... Put you in the shower and you just sit down, lay down in the shower. <laughs> just your naked body in the corner is all I remember. Yeah. And you guys were just standing at the door. You were like just watching me. Well, me and no other man, I'm just like, well, what do we do? You're just sitting there like in a fetal position in the corner cowering. Yeah. One of our friends even took a few bad photos <laughs> of me. Like they're absolutely shocking. It's so bad. And then anyway, I get out of the shower, you know, I'm absolutely like, I'm drunk, I'm cold, I'm not in a state to live anymore, I'm, <laughs> I'm not feeling good, like crawl into bed, well, Hayden sets me into bed, <laughs> yeah. and then all my family come back up in shark shirts, sharks towels, the full sharks kit, they dress me up in it, and they're just taking more photos with me. <laughs> And just, it's like, I'm trying to go to sleep and they're just wait, like tapping me on the face, waking me up just, just so I could yell out, go the sharks. <laughs> and then it's like 1am and I like, I crawl out of bed again. I'm like, I can't tell what day it is, where I am or yeah. like, who is there? Crawl downstairs and my mom is like, what are you doing? Where, like, what happened to you? And I was like, I just need a cup of water, mum. <laughs> I don't need your down. <laughs> yeah, I don't need a lecture right yeah. now. I got enough head noise to deal with. Yeah, don't look at me right now. Don't turn, don't talk down to me. I'm not in the space for <laughs> yeah. it. But the night was, it was a fun night. But, oh God, there's absolutely no drinking limit for like for myself. It's just like, if the party mood is good, I'll just keep you know yep. drinking for the party. And then, but it only leads one way for me. I have a really bad like blackout moment yeah well the dimmer switch like similar to both of us just not there yeah it's full send or no send pretty much like i've gone months going sober before and so yep. have you as well and it's just like it's either sober or just full, full drinking yeah. yeah it's terrible but that's it for today's podcast thank you all for listening this has been another story brought to you by two blind bears we are your host hayden and nathan don't forget to like and subscribe to catch our next episode 